Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, hello everyone. How you how you guys doing today? It's another Monday and it's another episode. This episode is episode 15. And this, this one we're going to be talking about the pain relievers and the pain roll-ons that I've been, and the patches, are the ones that I've been using. Um... And what I've done is I've broken them down into the top eight that I feel is better to worse. And if you remember, I've been using some of those products right now, which was the hemp oil uh, cream, also the CBD cream. And if you remember that one time I bought the uh, Outback oil roll-on, that's the uh, other product I'm going to be reviewing now to give you my thoughts on which one worked better than the other but before we do that i want to go to uh the website very very well health and they've listed the nine best over-the-counter pain relievers for 2021 so i was going to give you an idea of what they put down on here on their website before i went to the uh products that i thought worked best so their top picks are this one's the best first line defense and it's just plain and simple Tylenol regular strength tablets. Which, when I first uh, had my pain starting, that's all I took was Tylenol. And it was able to work. You know, back then, the pain was strong, but not as bad as what it is now. So the uh, best extra strength first line defense they've also chose was Tylenol, Tylenol extra strength caplets is another one that they chose. The next product was their best second line defense, Advil coated pain reliever and fever reducer tablets. Now I've taken Advil before also and that it, it doesn't work for me. Uh, the best second line defense runner up is Aleve pain reliever and fever reducer tablets. That's another one that I used to take a lot of and you know, it just wasn't strong enough for me and it didn't matter how many I took at a time. So the next product is the best for nighttime use. Tylenol PM Extra, Strength Pain Reliever, and Sleep Aid Caplets. Um, you know, I don't think I've ever tried that product itself before. But like I said, I just used Tylenol, regular Tylenol, for my pain at one point in time. So the best for targeted pain relief they have listed is Asper cream with lidocaine maximum strength pain relief cream 
Now, I couldn't remember if I've uh, ever used Astro Cream. That one's not on my list. But I guess this one's a fast-acting numbing cream. So, you know, you might try that one and see if that works for you. The next one is uh, best for joint pain. Voltaren. That one's a topical uh, pain really, uh, gel that you put on. Now, that one's on my list, and I'll let you know where uh, I rank that product. The next product is the best for burning, tingling, and numbness. Uh, they have listed capsaicin pain relief cream. Now, I have issues with capsaicin. It just, it burns me. Um, I don't know if I'm allergic to it or what the problem is, but when I apply that product, it just burns for a long period of time. I'm in, I'm in more pain than I was before, before I put it on, so... That product just doesn't work for me. and But they have that one listed here. Uh, the next one's best for muscle aches. And that one's Icy Hot Cream with Lidocaine. And that's one that's on my list also. So what they have here, also they have a statement. Over-the-counter pain relievers can be incredibly helpful in treating minor aches and pains. They can help relieve fevers, headaches, and other common ailments and can be purchased at most drugstores and pharmacies. But over-the-counter pain relievers are not intended for long-term use. That was one thing that I was told too uh, by one of my doctors. But it says here that you should uh, always talk to your doctor if you're taking over-the-counter pain relievers regularly, several times a week for several weeks. Some over-the-counter options can present uh, serious side effects when used habitually and your doctor may want to monitor your health while you're taking them. Let your doctor know if the OTC over-the-counter pain relievers you're taking aren't alleviating your symptoms because you may need a stronger medication for different treatment method entirely. Your doctor should be aware of any other medications you're taking in order to prevent potentially harmful drug interactions. And that's one uh, one thing I always say is make sure you talk to your doctor before you uh, make any changes to your regimen or medications that you've been taking for a long period of time. Let him know or her. So before I give you the rundown of my list, I do want to talk about the two products that are on my list. And that's the Volterran and the other one is the Icy Hot. Now when I give you a description of these, you got to remember that each one does something different. Some are for the muscles, some are for the joints. So let's talk about the Volterran first. Now this was a, a uh, cream that was given to me from one of my doctors. He uh, wrote a prescription for it, which now you don't have to have a prescription. It's over the counter. But let me uh, go ahead and talk about that product first. Many topical creams numb the area of the skin where they are applied working at surface level. So with this product, instead of just simply numbing your skin, it can alleviate pain from, from the inside out. So this product also, what it has in there is called diclofenic. It's available in different forms, such as this Voltaren gel. But it helps, uh, it's designed to alleviate pain, increase mobility, and reduce stiffness. Unlike some other topical creams, Volterin's pain relief gel is non-greasy, so you won't have to worry about it becoming slippery or sticky. 
And yes, it does. It, it's not sticky at all. It dries real quick on your skin. But I guess this product also is an NSAID. So, you know, it's like aspirin. But it says right here that you'll want to reserve it for short time use. You'll also want to watch out for double dosing. If you decide to pair an NSAID gel like Voltaren pain relief gel with an oral NSAID like ibuprofen and naproxen, you'll need to pay careful attention to the maximum doses. Now that I didn't know. So now let's go over to the Icy Hot Max. When treating muscle aches, there are a few different active ingredients that can do the trick. According to this website, menthol, camphor, and methyl solicitate are all great options. Menthol is an organic compound extracted from mint or peppermint oils, which can be used to alleviate pain and irritation. Camphor is an organic compound extracted from the camphor wood, which can be used to relieve pain. And the other substance in there is menthol solicitate is an organic compound derived from salicylic acid, which can be used to relieve acute muscle and joint pain. Icy Hot Cream with lidocaine is a pain relieving topical cream with two active ingredients, lidocaine and menthol. Both lidocaine and menthol have other surface level relief by temporary, temporarily numbing some of the pain receptors in the area where they are applied. Icy Hot Cream with lidocaine is designed to be fast acting and long lasting. And because it's non-greasy, wearers of this product won't have to worry about the cream becoming slippery or sticky. So the bottom line is, this is what you need to look for when you're looking for an uh, over-the-counter pain reliever. You want to make sure to check the dosage because all the dosages on all the products vary from ingredients. Now, something you probably don't want to be using quite often. So you need to really make sure you read the instructions or let your doctor know how I go about taking this product. Um, the other thing you need to watch out for is the form. Most pain relievers can be taken orally or as topical creams. Depending on the severity and location of your pain, you may want you to consider opting out one over the other. The other thing you want to be um, watchful over is the ingredients. Over-the-counter pain relievers aren't a one-size-fits-all treatment. Certain products like ibuprofen, naproxen, are some of the most commonly used ingredients in oral pain relievers, while lidocaine gels are more common for topical application. Again, talk to your doctor about which over-the-counter pain reliever is right for you, as each of these can have side effects if used for long periods of time. All right, so let's get to the list of mine that I have chosen that have worked the best for me and the worst for me. Now, most of these, I've uh, already put them on episodes before previously, but here's my top nine pain relievers or ointments or patches. So number one is going to be the Outback Oil. It's a roll-on. And that one works real good because of the, it has only four ingredients, but it works real well in uh, certain situations. I usually put it on my uh, arms, up at the top of my arms, and it, it works really well. Next one is Volterran. Volterran's a good product. Again, it's one of those that isn't that sticky, and you, you apply it on your, uh, I apply it on my knees, and it's deep penetrating. It's a good product 
that used to be only by a prescription, but now it's over the counter. So there you go. That's a real good uh, product to try. Number three is going to be the Slopas. And it comes in all different products, different ways. But that product is real good. I use that on my lower back. And those those patches work real well. Um, it's, it's just a matter of what areas of your body you're going to use these products that is going to work the best. Number four, and this one I mentioned in one of my uh, episodes before, is called Hemp Oil Cream. Very good product. Um, yeah, it's from the hemp plant, from marijuana plant, but it's part of the marijuana plant is hemp. And... That wasn't that bad. It worked, like I said, I tried it on my upper arms and it worked. Um, not not as well as the Outback, but it was a good product. Number five is gonna be also another one that I talked about in my past or my previous episodes. And that one's gonna be the CBD cream. Again, that's another, another uh, part of the marijuana plant. Number six, Blue Emu Cream. That one is not that bad. It worked real well. In certain situations and that one has emu oil in it and that's supposed to be the product that helped you um, relieve those pains that you have number seven is an over over-the-counter product also and it's icy hot max um, these products are good but they tend to smell and they're real sticky and I mean, if you know when you're walking around, you smell somebody that has big gay on, you know. <laughs> so this product is about like that. But, you know, it's my number seven. Number eight. Now, this one is uh, only prescribed from your doctor. And I wanted to put this on there just to let you know that I tried taking this, um, this patch before. It's a time-release patch, and it's fentanyl. And we all know how dangerous fentanyl is these days. Um, but this one was prescribed. And let me tell you, the problem with this product is it, it wouldn't stick on my skin. Every time I'd put a patch on, it kept falling off. And I even tried to tape them on, and they didn't work. So, you know, for a whole month, I was trying these fentanyl patches, and I didn't have any success because, like I said, they wouldn't stick to my arm. I don't know if my arms were real oily or what it was, but they just... I couldn't get them to stick, couldn't get them to work. And finally, number nine is going to be the opiates that I take. These also are prescribed from a doctor. They don't work 100%. They're probably going to be around 60 or 70, maybe even a little lower. Um, but that's about the only thing I have that will sustain the pain and not make it a, you know, a 20, only make it around a 10. So, you know, it's just a matter of, again... You know, you're going to get, your body's going to get so used to having those opiates that eventually they're not going to work anymore. And, you know, and you're going to find yourself climbing higher and higher and higher on the uh, milligrams. But like I said before in my past episodes, my doctor does not do that. He uh, won't go any higher than what I'm taking, which is 20 milligrams of the Oxycontin. And, you know, in a way that's good because, you know, even though I'm dealing with the pain, it's still going to be good because I won't have to get really um, hooked on them and keep taking something higher and higher in milligrams. So I'm, I'm real happy my doctor is that way about it. So I hope you uh, found this information that I came across helpful. Um, a lot of my other episodes, my previous episodes, also have some good 
um, knowledge for you and to help you in uh, certain areas in certain ways and I'd really appreciate it if you take a look at those also. Now I have uh, next month my doctor, my pain doctor has asked me to go to a specialist. I guess he is a spinal cord specialist. I'm not really sure what he does but one thing I uh, was told is that he does not prescribe opiates so everything that he does I guess is natural so I will let you know how that turns out next month. There was one last thing that I found um, on this website, Health US News. They had a, a breakdown of their own top 10 uh, topical and pain relieving uh, medications. Let me just go real quick over it. They had chosen number one as Voltaren, number two is Biofreeze, number three is Aspercream, and also ties with number three is Solumbus. Number five is Bengay. Number six is Icy Hot. Number seven, and I've never heard of this one, is Anycar. Uh, the next one is Tiger Bomb. That's tied for seventh. Another one tied for seventh is Zotrix. And finally, there's four items here that are uh, rated at number 10. Blue Emu, Capsaicin, Theragastic, Theraworks Relief. So those are the ones that this website has picked. And the websites that I've talked about today, I will make sure that they get put on my um, Facebook page, which is under Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. So in closing, I just want to say thank you very much, all of you out there that are taking the time to listen to my podcasts. And please, if you have any suggestions or anything that I need to change, or anything you'd like me to review, please let me know and I will give it a shot. And if I the purchases, I will purchase the product. But please just let me know what you think and let me know what you want. All right. So until then, thank you very much. And again, I want to thank you for joining me today. You can find this podcast every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Amazon. It's my hope these podcasts and other sources, such as product reviews that we have discussed today, can better help our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. And always remember, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.